the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. We were talking at the end of hour number one about transgenderism. And on the day of Joe Biden's press conference last week, Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire went on Dr. Phil and asked a very simple question. What is a woman? Uh, He asked this question in the aftermath of a dude with a beard wearing a dress and high heels making the contention that trans women are women. You hear this all the time. Trans women are women. Meaning a biological man who says he's a woman is a woman. So Matt Walsh asked a pretty obvious question. If trans women are women, what is a woman? That's a question I would like to throw out to other members of the panel. Actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer what is a girl... Well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. Because but, it's not for me to say. I, womanhood looks different for everybody. What do, you, what do you define a woman as? An adult human female. And what does a female mean? Uh, well, well, that's how do you, how do you define a someone with, with female reproductive organs... Okay. Someone who's, you know, here's the thing. When you're, when you're female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies, okay. we could dig up their bones 100 years from now. We have no idea what they believed in their head, but we can tell what sex they were okay. because it's, in, it's down in, it's, it's in, ingrained in every fiber of their being. Interesting. So I'm trying to understand. Your definition is that a woman is someone who is female, you said, right? Correct. Gotcha. Is okay. a biological female. So what happens if we have maybe someone who is female? identifies as a woman, right? You know, cisgender woman, right? As you explained, as you just explained, but maybe doesn't have the ability to reproduce. Maybe doesn't have those organs that you're talking about that are reproductive organs. I have answered the question. You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not myself. But you used the word. So what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right. So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. Identify as what? As a woman. What is that? Was to each their own. Each woman, each man, each person is going to have a different relation with their own gender identity and define it differently. And so trans women are women too. Okay. And you want to reduce you want to reduce women, you want to reduce men down to maybe just their genetics, our genitals, no. our chromosomes, right? That's what you're what saying. You do is is that, is that's what what, you, what you want to do is appropriate women. 
You want to appropriate womanhood okay. and turn it into basically a costume that could be worn. That's exactly right. And it is a movement to essentially obliterate the lines between men and women. And it is circular nonsense for someone to say trans women are women and then say, I can't, I, I can't tell you what a woman is. Well, if you're saying that trans women are women, what is a woman is a fair question to ask. And they don't and won't answer it. Our schools are trying to reprogram kids in this way. In the Olentangy School District, someone sent me a photo of a coloring project for little kids, probably first, second grade. I will be a transgender advocate. You think a second grader is capable of knowing what that is or filling out the reasons why they'll be a transgender advocate unless they're groomed, instructed, taught to know how to respond to that question? No chance. Zero chance that's true. So I do not have any issue with anything any of the Republican candidates for Senate have said that all of whom are taken to task today in the latest hit piece from Haley B. Miller. She is looking for anything she can possibly use to forward the candidacy of Tim Ryan to succeed Rob Portman and give Ohio two crazy, lunatic Democratic senators. She takes J.D. Vance to task for a speech at the National Conservatism Conference in November where he said that gender confirmation surgery improves mental health outcomes and reduces suicidal ideation. J.D. Vance is right to blast that study because it's absolutely not true. The fact that there is a astronomically high suicide rate among transgender teens, is it more probable that that is because they are gender confused or more probable that that is because of the way they are received as gender confused? Do we live in a society where targeting people, yelling at people, screaming at people, mocking people, assaulting people is upheld by our society? Or are we an exceedingly forgiving society where we give wide berth to every kind of exception to the norm? We are much more the latter than the former. To make the argument that the transgender suicide rate is high because of how transgender kids are received is a ludicrous argument. And so, of course, it is Haley B. Miller's argument and the Human Rights Project's argument and every other wokester's argument out there. Josh Mandel is a candidate who I think states things more bluntly than they need to be stated. But I don't think he's wrong when he says that allowing kids to change their gender is abuse. I don't think he's wrong on that. The dispatch takes Jane Timken to task for saying that she's standing up for women by opposing the inclusion of transgender athletes in women's sports. Have you followed the story of Leah Thomas, the University of Pennsylvania swimmer? See, people get caught up in the weeds of the whole sports thing. And they're like, well, sports, what's the big deal with sports? I'm not really a sports fan. I don't care about sports. Sports 
is where the transgender movement gets the toehold that then becomes a foothold, that then becomes a stronghold, that then becomes the dominant way this issue is viewed. Sports just gives them a way to ingrain their crazed ideology so that they can expand it. Remember when the homosexual movement was, well, just give us health benefits for domestic partners. That's all we want. That's really all we want is just our domestic partners to have health benefits. I mean, if you know, if I'm a homosexual and my homosexual partner doesn't work at Ohio State, but I do, they live with me, they should be able to get domestic partner health benefits. Seemed innocent enough, seemed logical enough to some. Once they got domestic partnership, then it become mar- then it became marriage. And now it becomes a protected class. Toehold, foothold, stronghold. That's the way it's worked before. That's the way it will, and that's the way it is designed to work again. It's just flash back to 20 years ago. And if I had told you 20 years ago that it would be deemed by some people who have a platform in the Columbus Dispatch, as hateful, hateful, to pass a law that would require people to use the bathroom that matches their birth gender, that that would be deemed hateful, what would you have thought? Do we have, like, new research and clarity on the fact that that now makes sense? Or do we just have a bunch of whacked ideas out there that have morphed into this idea that something that is obvious to all, that men should have their own private space and women should have their own private space to do private things, that that has somehow become hateful. A lot of people would be encouraged by the fact that 62% of Americans believe transgender athletes should play on teams that match their birth gender. I'm alarmed by that. Only 62%? Only 62%. Not surprisingly, it's spit along party lines. Republicans, 86%. Favor biological men playing sports with biological men. Only 41% of Democrats favor that. So, don't believe or be hoodwinked into thinking that this issue will stay in the sports realm. It will not stay in the sports realm. The sports realm is just an avenue to get it into every other aspect of our society. It's a playbook that I don't blame the left for following. It's worked very well before. And that's why it is important for every Senate candidate and every right-thinking American to take a stand, a firm stand, a resolute stand, an immovable stand against it right now. We will talk with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management at 1230 today. Talk about your money, how to manage it. Bad week for the stock market. Bad week. What does that mean? 
and also tax planning. Uh, you are probably getting ready to start filing your taxes or uh, maybe still have some ways that you can uh, do things that would reduce your taxes. So Josh will talk us through that at 1230 today, as he does every week. Uh, the Olympics are coming to Beijing, which I think is an epic disaster, uh, because Olympians from the United States are being encouraged to take burner phones with them to Beijing. Why burner phones? Why not their normal iPhone or their normal Android phone? Uh, well, because the thought is that the Chinese Communist Party will be hacking into their phones and monitoring their phones. So they're basically telling them to take burner phones and then throw them away after the Olympics. Does this seem like a situation that might merit us not going to the Olympics if they are openly going to violate our privacy? Uh, You know they're going to be surveilled at every turn. Uh, The advisory sent out last week by the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee said that... The possibility of digital surveillance while in China is dramatically high. Here's the quote from the letter, U.S. Olympic Committee letter. Every device, communication, transaction, and online activity may be monitored. Your device may also be compromised with malicious software, which could negatively impact future use. Other countries, Great Britain, Canada, the Netherlands, have issued the same warning. Three years ago, China was caught secretly installing spyware on tourist phones. So we've got Uyghur Muslims who are being exterminated and sterilized. We have proof that they have installed spyware on tourist phones three years ago, three years forward from that, their technology, their ability to do it, would I think be greater. Oh, by the way, they unleashed a virus on the West, which has killed two million people in the United States. And now, I mean, they had to fly people into California to do that. Now we're sending people over there, our elite athletes over there, and they're all coming back. Not to mention the U.S. companies. Not to, oh, but we're diplomatically, we're staging a boycott. Oh, yes. I bet we're sending a strongly worded press release, too. So uh, this is a complete disaster. And we shouldn't be surprised anything the Biden administration touches uh, is a disaster. Uh, the one thing that does surprise me, though, uh, is that a wokester like Bob Costas is blasting the fact that the Olympics are going to be in China. Uh, Bob Costas, who used to be on Football Night in America, uh, from time to time would lecture all of us about gun violence, as if guns fire themselves. Uh, But Costas is, uh, like most people in media, leans heavily left. But on uh, Sunday, he appeared on CNN's ridiculously named Reliable Sources with uh, Mr. Potato Head Brian Stelzer to discuss the upcoming Olympics. And Bob Costas said this, the IOC deserves all the disdain and disgust that comes their way for going back to China yet again. 
They were in Beijing in 2008. They go to Sochi in Russia in 2014. They are shameless about this stuff. Well, uh, Bob, that's your network that is broadcasting it, my friend. I don't remember you having this attack of conscience in 2008 or 2014 when you were waxing poetic about all things Olympic in those two countries. Now get ready for this. At the Olympics, American Timothy LeDuc is a figure skater, part of a figure skating pair. He is the first, see if you know what they're talking about, openly non-binary Winter Olympian. The figure skater is aiming to challenge gender stereotypes and pave the way for other athletes who feel neither male nor female. Ah, so he's a they-them. So how will this work? When Dan Hicks and whoever their figure skating person is, and they're talking about uh, Timothy LeDuc and uh, Timothy's uh, partner, see she and they that's how they'll have to refer to them because of course it will be hateful despicable terrible awful to refer to timothy Leduke, a biological man as he or him because his preferred pronouns are they and them so when they are talking about the figure skating pair Leduke and his partner they would be a they because it's two people But if he blows a spin or drops her, they will have to discipline themselves with their language to say not that Leduc and Kane Gribble were in position to win the gold medal until they dropped her. That would be the accurate way for the commentators to analyze that event should they drop her. Not he, drop her, because he is not a he. He is non-binary. He is neither male nor female. See, when you break it down, talk about it, parse it out, there's no part of it that makes any sense at all. It is detached from reality in every way. Why must we accommodate the rantings of people who I think at their core are very, very unhappy. Because if you question your existence as a male or as a female, something has gone wrong in the way you were raised, in the way you view the world, in the way you view yourself. So they are not to be hated or targeted, but they are also not to be believed. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.